What is going on, everybody? This is a real, <laughs> real fans podcast, episode fourteen. We got this normal crew here, and uh, Gabe's on his casting couch, getting ready after this episode Ooh, to keep the here. camera family on. He's gonna, this is a he's, family show, okay? The he's gonna, listen. he's gonna keep the camera on, and he's this gonna put in some work. Gabe on his hashtag new casting couch. This is what he does on Saturdays. So this is like an all time. The, I love the new scenery, Gabe. I love, uh, it looks good. It looks good on you. You look comfortable. Thank you. He's going to be you know, comfortable your, your soon. Face, your face isn't stuck in front of the camera. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let's get into it. Just... You already know what it is. It's March Madness time. As y'all can see what I'm rocking today, UConn Nation, baby. They play tonight Maryland. against Maryland. We're going to get that W. But there's a lot of upsets going on, especially, I don't know if you guys saw all the games yesterday. I was watching a couple. I was off. Wow. Upsets. 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 There's some things that went on. North Carolina lost in the first round. That's crazy. That's when That's I stopped going. We lost in the first round in about 20 years. Yeah. I'm a big Tar Heels fan, and I haven't been watching in the past couple of years because they fucking suck. And, um... Yeah, they didn't have any real notable players these last I couple watched, years, man. They, they got to get back in the scouting, bro. They're a recruiting team. Ah, they they got to get know. back on it. It's you know like, what it is? It's a lot the, of talent are going to these lower tier schools. All the yeah, all the historic guys, all the historic guys are all the historic team like programs are just like what the like Duke's not in it, Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, but Carolina's reason, not so, good. Like you know why Duke and Kentucky weren't in it though. COVID? I don't know. I haven't really been yeah, COVID. Uh, yeah, their last tournament game, they, they had to pull from the tournament because of COVID uh, regulations. So that's I unfortunate for them. But <laughs> that does give a lot of the other teams a chance to win it all. You know what I mean? Damn. So it's a good thing to see. The biggest upset of yesterday was, was uh, Ohio State, wasn't it? Ohio State, Ohio State, State and Oral Roberts, which I actually watched the full game. and Never Oral heard Roberts of that college. Came out, they came out strong, bro. They came out to a 10-0 lead. Ohio State looked slow that game. You know what I mean? They couldn't really honestly, it was it was slow on both sides in the beginning after that 10 uh run from Oral Roberts. They were going back and forth, but no one really like executed fully. Like it was just kind of sloppy in the beginning. And the game went into overtime. And that's when Oral Roberts took over. And Ohio State just looked stunned. Well, everyone was stunned. What's it called? That was a 15 over a two seed. That was the biggest upset since UMBC beat Virginia. It was about two, three years ago. Was that, that was the first time uh, 16 beat a one seed. So that's crazy. Yeah. And I, then I, they're like going to end though. up getting smoked by Florida next week or I, I tomorrow. Like when, when there's, there's always a random team. That's the thing about college uh, sports. There's always like a random team. Or, you know what I mean? Everybody has a fighter's chance, especially now with like a lot of the big teams being out. Yep. Um, like you said, there, there's other, you know, there's like parity. There's like new new people, you know, they maybe not, they wouldn't get a chance normally to get in or to get invited. Um, they get a chance to, you know, play with other teams. And you never know what the hell can happen, man. You got to roll out the ball and fucking just play. You know what I mean? That's why yeah, I always loved college basketball. Yeah. Like growing up, I, like I never really watched a whole lot of NBA. I was always super big into college basketball because I loved that. I love the idea that anything can happen. It's anybody's game. And, um, uh, but then the past few years, like I said, I just stopped watching it. And then I watched the only game I watched yesterday was the North Carolina game, and I caught the end of it, and I was just like, "Fuck this!" Like, yeah, you're already down bad dude. by that point. <laughs> Yo, but Man. my bracket, everyone's bracket is busted, bro. There's probably like yeah. I, I saw the stat, like 100, 170 remaining perfect brackets, which is ridiculous. I had a few predictions correct though on both ends, so I got Rutgers advancing playing Houston. I called Syracuse versus West Virginia. I got that going on. Really, I was wrong. I thought Tennessee was gonna beat Oregon State. Oregon State won that game. Oklahoma, of course, beat Liberty. Then Loyola, I called them winning because I don't remember. I don't know if you guys remember the last time they were in that tournament. They made a little run, I think, to the Sweet Sixteen or Elite Eight. Loyola from Chicago. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. they're going against the number one seed Illinois, which a lot of people have winning the whole tournament, or them make it to the Final Four at least. Then, of course, Oral Roberts with the upset. No one. Call that man. That that's just crazy. Florida over Virginia Tech. That was actually a good game. I don't know if you guys saw that game. That I game when it's an OT two, two clutch threes at the end. I was like, yo, like this is March Madness. Like yes, you said, yeah. you never know. 
literally like five seconds left. We're talking clutch threes, just knockdown to go into OT. And you got Texas Tech, Arkansas next round, Villanova. And this was another upset. North Texas, 13th seed over Purdue. Who saw that coming? That's wild. No yeah, no one. No North Texas. Like no, they're gonna end up getting smoked by Villanova. So yeah, and then of course uh, Wisconsin destroyed North Carolina. They're going against number one seed Baylor. That should be a good game. And that's why I was okay always... with it. I was okay with that because I was like, you know what? Fuck it. If we yeah. win, I just know we're going to get smoked by fucking Baylor anyway. So I was like, whatever. It's not. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the place to be is like six three. Like you can make a run at like six three if you're like in that yeah. between that like if you're uh in that for sure. I feel like that's like the best spot to be like Arkansas or like Texas Tech. Like you kind of get like good competition all the way to Elite Eight. Yeah, and then what I was gonna say this next Winnable round games, coming up, say. we got my UConn seven versus Maryland twelve today. If we get this dub, we're most likely going against Alabama, which has been playing surprisingly good this year. They're not really known for their basketball. Yeah, they took uh, Nick people, Saban's scouting department and put it to the fucking yeah, basketball. Yeah. People were calling them to make at least the Elite Eight or even Final Four, but I feel like UConn has an edge over this team. They have two great players that could potentially make the NBA. Um, let's see how that goes. Let's see if they're a fluke team. I, I don't really judge by seed, that number in the corner there. I don't really judge by that. You got to see who's hot coming into the tournament as well. So let's see how both teams play tonight. Well, so SEC no, just showed up. Like, SEC and yeah. as a whole, just like, they usually always, like, historically suck. It's usually ACC and, like, well, what RIP Big Ten. But, like, um, yeah. like Big East, my bad. Um, But, yeah. It's true. A lot of Big East teams beast in basketball. Now they're – But, yeah, let's, let's see, man. Know UConn's ACC, right, now? Where are they at now? I believe so. They're in the East. I think they're ACC now, yeah. They consumed a lot. You said they consumed a lot? They got a lot of teams. I know they got like Louisville, um, I believe, Georgetown. I don't remember. No, they're in the big they're in the big east. Oh, Big East is only dissolved. I'm stupid. Big East only dissolved in football. Yeah, that's why I was like, wait. I'm like, no, they're up there in the east. <laughs> that's what confused me. That's what confused yeah. me. Which no, is weird. Which is that, that's really weird. Real I'm like, they moved? I was like, wait, hold on. Nah, man. They're in the northeast. Sure. Yeah, that's that's weird yeah. how they're they're in two conferences. Well, yeah, different sports, but yeah, I know that's crazy. It's hard to keep up with everything going on nowadays. But who do you guys have winning? I know you guys haven't really been keeping up, but your North Carolina's out. I don't know if you know. Any other team you think you'll go for? If it's not UConn, my prediction is going to be Gonzaga. I think I was going to say Gonzaga has been, from what I understand, they've been a real a sleeper team. Not really a sleeper team, but I like Michigan. Got um okay. Jawan Howard out there coaching. Okay, he, I saw that he got. I saw that he got um got ejected. Yeah. That's it. I love that. I love it. I love the passion, man. I think the team I'm a root for, though, like my little sleeper team, is uh, Florida. I think they're in a good position to, like, I mean, you're going to place Oral Roberts, then you're going to place the winner of Texas Tech and uh, Arkansas, and then after that you got I like Baylor. I, I like, I like that path. I really yeah. like that path, and I think they could, they could, could do some that. work. I could see that. They could make a little run for it. Because I don't. I mean, honestly, I didn't watch any Baylor basketball, but just like complete ignorance. I just feel like. They're not that great. I don't know. Like, they're not like a powerhouse like Gonzaga. Like, I can trust Gonzaga. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. And Michigan. What about too. you? Uh, what about you? I got, I, I got Michigan. I'm going for Michigan just because of Jordan Michigan. Yeah, What's your sleeper you team? My sleeper team is Oral Roberts. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna make uh, a run. They're gonna beat Florida. Uh, Damn, you coming I'm right gonna, after I'm me? I'm trying to look at the schedule. Florida, I guess Florida usually has a, a pretty good uh, basketball team. I'll, I'll sleep on Florida too. Let's go Florida. Ooh. That seven, that seventh seed is a good. It's a good spot to be. Yeah, they're not in a bad spot with that path. Yeah, if they get by Oral Roberts, who just did them a favor in beating Ohio State, That's you cool. know that could that could be a good. Every game. year happens, Yo, man. Honestly, listen, Oral Roberts. Two thing about Oral Roberts, people don't know. One, they have the highest. Uh, one of their players is the highest scoring. In all of D1 basketball, he has the highest scoring um, average. And two, they have the best free throw percentage out of every school in that tournament. 
A lot of people know that. So they're I mean, a pretty decent team. Who who do they play though? Like that's the thing. Like I don't. Like, I don't, what, bro. Like what conference even that? Where are they even at? Yeah, like where? I, was where's, say, I can't even point on a map. Where's they're in Texas? So Oral Roberts is actually is, in Texas. It's in Texas. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, who? It's like FIU. Like, who the fuck are they playing? Like, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, that's why I'm like, all right, it. yeah, you're scoring the most points, you got the highest, but like, who, who the fuck are you yeah. playing? Like, yeah. all I'm saying, but, man, they they got something going, and they be Ohio State. So yeah. let's see. I was telling Julie about like a couple years ago, 2018, when uh, was it UMBC beat? It's in Oklahoma. Yeah, it's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Wait, whoa, I was wrong on that. They're in Oklahoma. Yes. There's no way, bro. I thought they were in Texas. That 4,000 students. Get out of here. <laughs> They're in Oklahoma? Yeah. Yeah, Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Damn. My bad. No, <laughs> not yo, yo, this this basically, yo, we don't know where they are. It's <laughs> a private angelical university. Yo. All right, whatever. I'll take that. Oh, they're in Oklahoma. <laughs> I was just curious. I've never heard of that school at all. And they're probably I've never smart. heard of them either. I swear yesterday I heard one of the broadcasters say they were in Texas. He probably did wild. think that and it's just like they probably thought they were in Texas too. All right. You you guys got your picks. Who's your sleeper team, yeah, Jada? My sleeper team? Yeah. Well, I, I mean well, I, I guess UConn's UConn. kind of a sleeper team. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. My sleeper team is Syracuse. They played very well last night. Uh, Boheim, he made seven three-pointers, 30 points. That man dropping buckets, boy. Look out for him. Syracuse, so, they're usually a pretty good team. Huh? They're pretty good. At- yeah, Syracuse usually makes great runs. I'm um, trying to find them. On I the- think this could be their, their season to, to make it to the Elite Eight, at least. They can make a little run over there. So, I'm watching that side. Oh, okay. Bottom bracket, Syracuse can make a run. That's my sleeper team. Yeah, they could. Yeah, they could do it. They can make a little run. Playing West Virginia, uh, Houston's probably gonna win. I don't. I didn't. Houston's kind of surprise team. I've never heard of them being that great at basketball. I just this. I feel like this past year. I don't know if it had to do with like COVID or what, but you're seeing a lot of like new teams that you're like, wow, like they're high ranking. Like, like when I saw Baylor, I'm like, what? Players number one? I was like. I was so shocked. Yeah, as a one seed, yeah, I'm surprised as well too. I was like, you got teams like yo, Rutgers advance. You know, last round they're they're usually good. I don't see hometown here this year, man. <laughs> then we got Oregon State, Oklahoma State. Uh, Oklahoma State could actually make a little run. They have one of the best players in college basketball right now on their team as well. Kansas pretty good run they're number three man if Syracuse could get by West Virginia they could really do something yo the biggest upset I say next round yo if Loyola Loyola could beat Illinois (laughs) and the battle of Chicago the battle of Illinois yo say Loyola five times fast Loyola 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 go ahead Gabe (laughs) <laughs> Loyola. Loyola. That's, like, that's Loyola. in um that, I, i've actually seen that school Loyola. that school's in um downtown i'm pretty sure um yeah battle oh, illinois yeah battle illinois and then yo if they make that upset over there oh oh man yeah it'd oh, probably man. be pretty wild over there that's probably yeah illinois right now it's like fiu going against i don't know fsu florida it's <laughs> like <laughs> We're the small yeah, man, I really All like right. Florida. I feel like they can put what, we, what we got going on in the NFL, Julian. What we got? All right, this past week is the biggest week. Well, one of the biggest weeks in the off season. Huge day. It's the it's the time for opportunity and hope. And <laughs> and <laughs> the chance to make it feel like you might do something next year. Gabe's Dolphins is one of those teams. Uh-huh. Gabe, what is your biggest pickup? I see that you guys got a new starting quarterback in Jacoby Brissett. So that's nice. Looks like two is getting benched. Oh. No, he's not getting benched. <laughs> I'm saying that. Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Hey, Jacoby uh-huh. Brissett can put in some work, man. God. He's fine. Brian Flores has faith. 
So I think the biggest, the biggest, uh, what we talked about last week, one of the biggest pickups they got was uh, Will Fuller. Um, we were talking about, you know, who would you rather have, Will Fuller or Galladay? And, uh, you know, I'm not upset with them signing uh, a Fuller. Obviously, they're trying to get help. This is one of the areas I thought they needed the most is uh, the, the skill, talent. And uh, I think it's going to be a good pickup. Um, and also, the, one of the biggest signings as well uh, uh, was uh, their center, uh, Matt Skura. So um, those are like the, the two biggest ones. Um, uh, they also got help with Malcolm Brown at, at running back. So I think that that's pretty good. Like, um, there's also some acquisitions on defense. So I, I think they're they're on track. Like, they, they picked up in some good spots. Um, you know, they padded, you know, uh, the linebacker and defensive position. And hopefully, you know what I mean? I, I feel good about this. I feel good about getting Devonta Smith uh, in the upcoming uh, draft going forward. Yeah, and then so, you guys draft Justin Fields and – you got three quarterbackers. That's a deep quarterback room, man. Who do you play? <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep quarterback. Jacoby Brissett, Justin Dude, Fields. How do you feel about your, your man Fitz Magic? Oh, yeah, he got traded. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess he got signed. Not he traded. To the he got football yeah. team. Yeah. Uh, yep. Football team. So that, that's, that's fine. A... I mean, that just, that just tells you because, you know, there's a lot of turmoil. Uh, I guess going to the end of the season, uh, you know, right away, I think they, they lost that last game. Um, and and right away, right at the uh, at the press conference, uh, what's his name? Flores was like, "Oh, two was our guy." Like, regardless of how he was playing, like he's like, two was our guy until further notice." And I think uh, you know you can tell that uh, Fitzpatrick was kind of hurt by that. Like, you know what I mean? Because uh, he always got put in to kind of save the day uh, whenever Tua got in trouble. So um, I kind of saw the writing on the wall, um, you know, and it's fine. Like, you know. You know what you get when you get Fitzpatrick. Like he's a serviceable veteran. He, you know, he played well uh, with us. Uh, I'm not upset, but I just feel like you know, smallest violin. You got to move on, man. Got to move on. <laughs> got to move on. Too how do you feel? Team. How do you feel about that? Um, uh, that Shaq Lawson trade. Uh, I was a little upset. I was kind of weird. So this, yeah, they traded. Uh, <laughs> that was one of the, the trolls on on Twitter, I guess. They're like, "Oh, the uh, Houston and Miami have a deal, and everything is going to be Watson." <laughs> and it was like, for Lawson, uh, and I think uh, what was it, sixth round pick or something? What was All right, that? so uh, Bernardrick uh, McKenney acquired in trade, but uh, seventh round pick in exchange for Sack Lawson and a sixth round pick, which yeah, I think is not up. a bad. I don't think that's a bad. I'll take that. Lawson I think- was good though. Lawson was, was was a good, so I'm kind of like now. Yeah, but like, McKenney's on the up. McKenney's on the up, and he, I, he, I really think he's going to be a good player. Like I, Look, I like that trade. That's just setting the expectation higher for me because I didn't really hear too much about McKinney. I, you know, I got to look at his stats and see what people say about him, whatever. But I did like Lawson. I think Lawson was, uh, you know, he was a big player. He had a, a lot of good plays uh, on, on the line. So, like, that just raised the expectation for this new guy. I hope he does well, like, because I feel like Lawson was a good player, like a good little player to have. So, um, and the, you, you know, guys like, re-signed Hanky yeah. too. So, I mean, we'll see. I, I, I was a little bit shocked because, I, you know, I don't know who, who's the new guy coming in, but, I mean, we'll, we'll see um, uh, going forward coming in. Yeah. You know, Me and Gabe pre-show, he, he refuses to – to believe in the trade back uh, philosophy. If I was a Dolphins man, I'll trade back. I'm telling you, dude. You're going to get the same guy. You're going to get the same guy you trade. Because Carolina's coming up. They're grabbing somebody. Like, you guys are going to get in a bidding war between Carolina and some other team to take three because somebody wants, somebody's going to want Trey Lance or Justin Fields because the Jets are taking Zach Wilson. So somebody's coming up and they're going to get in a bidding war. And I guarantee you, Brian Flores and Who's your GM again? I can't remember. Uh, isn't that the the new lady? I don't know, but they're gonna get a deal that you just can't refuse, and then you're still gonna get your same player. Like you're, you're st- like because I believe four quarterbacks going in the top six, which is gonna be unreal. I but I really believe that. Then you got Kyle Pitts. Like I think Philly's gonna take him, and then you got your pick of the litter, all three. And like maybe somebody might take one of them, but I'll trade back, man. Get that pick yeah. next year. Get another one next we, year, man. We were talking about earlier, JoJo, is like how, um, you know, should the Dolphins trade? I was like, hell no. Like get Devonta Smith or whatever. Uh, the only people who have leverage over yeah, the Dolphins guy's a beast, bro. Why wouldn't you get him? Because you can still get him. That's my that's my argument is that you're oh, still going to get him. You can trade. Yeah, wants, pick up. Because the I think trade down and and get not you know, far like more. Because I ha- actually have the 
the draft order. And my thing is because six, seven, and eight are interesting because you have Philadelphia, Detroit, and Carolina. I think Philly is going to take Kyle Pitts. Like I, I really believe that. Seven and eight is where it gets weird. I think Carolina is for sure taking a quarterback, no matter what. They're taking a quarterback, and I think they're going to move up. Detroit, I'm not sure. Detroit will probably take a receiver because they just lost Kenny Galladay and then Marvin Jones. <clears throat> but still right there, you lose one receiver. There's three top ten receivers. So, And if they take Devontae Smith, you still got Jamar Chase. If they take Jamar Chase, you still got Devontae Smith and Waddle. And you got three, you're getting one of those guys, and they're all great. I mean, personally, I like Jamar Chase, but I mean, that's kind of nitpicking. Uh, but my, my order is Jamar Chase, Waddle, and then Devontae Smith. Like, yeah, I like Smith over Chase. Not that Chase, Chase is bad, but I'd rather have Smith. You know what I mean? He's a Heisman yeah. winner, speedy guy. <laughs> and, and my, yeah, and my thought process is just like somebody's moving up. Some, and then Penny Sewell's going to, they're, Cincinnati's taking that old lineman. Like one hundred percent. There's no way protect, that they need to protect. There's no way that they're because yeah, Burrow's gonna be walking out on his fucking peg leg next September, so or whenever it he comes needs, back. Yeah. So he needs the help. <laughs> so I, it just looks like I would just you guys are gonna get put in a bidding war, and I think you can't. There's somebody's gonna make an offer you can't refuse, and you're gonna get like a first round pick next year, and you're still gonna get the same guy. If anybody's gonna have, like I said, anybody can have leverage. It's gonna be the Jets. The Jets have leverage over. They can take. They do know, too. He, even if they don't want, even if they want Smith, they can take Smith and just say, you know, hold him like uh, for ransom. Be like, okay, what, they're not doing that. They're taking Zach Wilson. I think it's at the point where they're they're done with Sam Darnold. They're looking at they're grabbing Zach Wilson, and Zach Wilson's like stock has been rising like crazy. They're they're taking him. There's no way that they don't. And the reason why to really look out for Carolina is Carolina has been really in the Deshaun Watson uh, and uh, Russell Wilson like trade thing and they've done nothing so far in the uh free agent market so like they're definitely they're eyeing somebody i don't know if it's justin fields or if it's trey lance but i don't think he's they're getting zach wilson unless they can fucking offer the house to uh new york but we'll see um as for the next i was gonna gonna say say that it that is <laughs> I was gonna say, obviously. Oh, okay. You want me to talk about the Jags? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You so, guys got some people. You signed a bunch of people, so yeah. So the Jags had the most cap space in the league coming into free agency. So Urban Meyer and Trent Baalke, they kind of came in with like a, a new philosophy. So day one sucked. We signed two people, three people, and I was like, "What the fuck? I haven't even heard of half these guys." Or like to, I heard of one of them. I heard the guy from um, Roy Robinson Harris from uh, Chicago. He was pretty good. Um, but Jamal Agnew, we signed day one, and I believe another special teamer. Um, I was like, what the fuck is this, man? We got the most cap space. And uh, like, why are we like going out there and doing that? But one thing I've kind of thought about is the past like 10 years, we've always like balled out and got the highest player we've always got like the highest rated player gave him ridiculous contract overpaid and we've done that for years and it's just it's never worked out they either don't last long or they don't end up doing well or the our best free agent signing was Calais Campbell like a few years ago and but other than that it was like and we had AJ Bouye um a couple I guess Malik Jackson wasn't bad either and we gave him a shit ton of money but it was like I kind of like this new philosophy that you know what, uh, we need to build this team. Because day two, they came out swinging. They got, they got really deep. They, they got some quality starters. Uh, our biggest signing is Shaquille Griffin from uh, Seattle. Uh, it's the, the corner. Dude's a monster. He's a ball hawk. I like him a lot. I watched some of his, uh, his highlights and stuff after we signed him. And um, I've heard of his name. I, wasn't, I didn't know how good he was. But then looking, watching the film, I'm like, wow. This guy is, he's a monster. He's a, he's, he's, a, he's a serious he's ball hog. And then um, same thing with Rashad, uh, Rashad, Rashawn Jenkins uh, from the Chargers. Really good safety. Um, really shown up. He started out as a special teamers, and now he's a, uh, now he was a starter in this final season. So really good. We got really good at, I feel like our D-back room is good. We re-signed one of our top corners, uh, uh, Sidney Jones. 
he showed a lot of promise last year. So we re-signed him. We re-signed one of our former veterans. So our cornerback room's looking good. We got our first over. We got our first round draft pick last year, uh, CJ Henderson on one side, and now we're gonna have Shaquille Griffin on the other side. So we're looking really good, and we pretty much just mimicked what we did a few years ago with Jalen Ramsey and AJ Bouye, where we drafted a, a uh, Jalen Ramsey. Next year he's going into his second year, and then going into his second year we signed AJ Bouye on the other side of him. So looks like we're kind of we're mimicking that same thing. So feeling good about that. And then we got our safety. We're, we're we're feeling good with the corners, and then they went all out on the D line because our our interior line sucked. It was awful. It was one of the worst in the league. We couldn't stop the run. So we signed Tyson Aluwalu, which is coming back home. He's coming back home to Duval. He's the only Jaguar player to wear all three helmets or going to be the only Jaguar player to wear all three helmets because we've only had three helmets. Because he, he, he was drafted 10th overall in 2010. That was right before we changed the logo. So he's coming back and I didn't, yeah, pride of the Jaguars, man. (laughs) um, But he's always been good. And then um, he left to go to Pittsburgh and he balled out in Pittsburgh. He's a little bit older now. I believe he's 30. He's on the other side of 30. And, um, but apparently he had like a PFF grade of like 88.6, some high 80, somewhere around there. And he was like a monster at stopping the run. I didn't watch a whole lot of Steelers football. Um, but obviously their defense was really good last year. But then after I kind of like sat back after we re-signed him and looked at some of the things and look at his PFF grading, I'm like, wow, he actually like balled out. Then we re-signed Dewan Smoot, which was a really good deal. He um he's a really good pass rushing uh rotational guy. And um Jihad Ward from uh what's it called? Baltimore, the Mal- then we traded Malcolm Brown. We traded for Malcolm Brown from the New Orleans Saints, which I believe was a fifth round pick. I don't think they've uh, discussed it yet, but I want to say that there's rumors that it might have been a fifth round pick, which was a good pickup. And then we also signed Roy Robinson Harris, which was actually our first signing from Chicago. So we got a good rotation of guys, and then we already have a rookie last year, and he's going to come into his second year from Ohio State that. Devon Hamilton, who showed out really well last year in his rookie season. So I feel really good. Our defensive line went from our worst position group to now, like, probably our best now. Like, we got five signings on the defensive line. I would have liked to seen another pass rusher because I think we need some more depth. Uh, Jihad Ward is kind of one, but I want, like, a serious OLB um, to be opposite of uh, Josh Allen and... Caleb on chase on, but we'll probably address that in the draft. We'll see. Um, and then for wide receive for our offense, we re-signed our rotational uh, offensive lineman that we've had. He's a super reliable guy. Anytime there's an injury, he comes in and he always does his job. I love this guy, uh, Tyler Shatley. Uh, franchise tag, Cam Robinson. And then we signed Marvin Jones, which to me is our most underrated pick. And such a value pick. Two years, seven million. I think six guaranteed. Such a good value pick. This guy's coming off of a 987 yard receiving and nine touchdown season. This guy's a touchdown monster. And a lot of people believe that he was the reason why Kenny Doll- Kenny Galladay was able to like really shine. It was because you had a guy like Marvin Jones. So now we're gonna have, and then we also signed Philip Dorsett, which we'll see what he does a good one year cheap deal we'll see what he does he's coming off an injury um from new england he's a fast guy so we'll see what he can do i like fellow say he's a um guy so i I kind of follow his college career and he's a pretty good college player yeah he he's speed and that was one thing urban meyer like preachers like we need speed which we do we need speed we need a guy who could take you over the edge so um, having Marvin Jones, having Philip Dorsett, that would be good. And now we got DJ Chart already on the roster. We've got LaVisca Chenault. So our receiver group is looking good. We got three you're, you're really – You're going to need that help, man. Listen, you're going to give your quarterback all the help he needs. Yeah, because we got Trevor Lawrence take coming it, to town. Take it from me. <laughs> you need all the help you can get. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want a Joey Burrow situation. I don't want a Tua situation. I want a Justin Herbert situation where we got a good O-line around him, great weapons, Give him in a, put him in a position to succeed. And I like our weapons. I, I really do. I think DJ Chart is he he can easily be a thousand yard receiver. 
Uh, Marvin Jones has proved that he could be a thousand. They both have proved they could be thousand yard receivers. LaVisca Schnault's coming off his, his great rookie year. So he's going to be really good. We got James Robinson, our running back, who was fourth in scrimmage, fourth in total yards in um, this past season and third in rushing. So, my bad. Um, we re signed Carlos Hyde. So there's that Urban Meyer Ohio State connection. So that's coming back. You getting phone calls? I just got a phone call from Scammer. Scammer keeps on calling me. <laughs> It's a texter. Let me just turn that. But down. yeah, man, I, I think it's looking up for Jacksonville, man. Uh, so the question is, Super Bowl? I think we could push for a playoff <laughs> spot. I, I really think we. I don't say we're gonna make the playoffs, but I think we could push for one. Oh, also underrated signing too, Jamal Agnew. We took three guy. We took two guys from Detroit. So Jamal Agnew is actually. I didn't know this, but apparently he's been like one of the top punt returners in the league and they were saying that they had he had 20 teams reaching out to him to get him and he's been like he's been really good so we signed him to a three-year deal up to 21 million we'll see if he lives up to that um so yeah i'm glad to have a good punt returner so i think it's looking up man i feel good i think we draft well i think i i like i like this philosophy of like you know let's just get some great value guys Get some guys with ton of value, ton of upside, younger guys, and you know, just fill holes because we're one in fifteen. And there's no, there's no need for us to spend, throw money at fucking Kenny Galladay. It's like we need to get some good rotational guys that can come in, you know, change up on the D line and like just kind of start and like kind of be bridges so as we can draft and like play well. So I, I like our, I like this new philosophy that we did and we made a lot of signings. But speaking of somebody who made a lot of signings was the New England Patriots. They went all out and they had the second most cap space. And I almost wish we did what they did, but they actually took some two players that I would have liked to have was tight end Hunter Henry and John Smith. The two top free agent tight ends, they took both of them because I want that's the one hole that Jacksonville still that's the one huge clearing hole Jacksonville needs is a tight end. We literally don't have a tight end. We re-signed our one guy, but he's a good number two. We have literally no tight end, so I hope we dress it in the draft with that guy from Penn State in like the second round, uh, Pat Fryermuth. So, but going back to um, hold up, let me just adjust it. JoJo had to leave; he had to go to work. So, me and Gabe are going to finish this out right here. Um, let me readjust this. But uh, Gabe, talk about uh, what are your thoughts on what New England did? This is super uncharacteristic of. Bill Belichick, he never spends money, so yeah. Usually, he gets rid of his players before they hit their prime. So he's done that to a bunch of people. He did that, you know. Uh, but um, there was, I mean, it was huge signing. Like to get two of the top tight ends, and I think they signed them the same day. Like the, the, the news came out together, so I think they signed them around the same time. Um, is is pretty huge, you know. There's a lot of jokes about um, Hunter Henry. There's a joke uh, about who's gonna be. <laughs> Bill Belichick going to Hunter Henry and uh, 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 Jonu Smith and saying who who wants to be Gronk and who wants to be Aaron Hernandez or some shit. Yeah, and go like old Patriots, you know, two uh, two tight ends uh, on either side. Um, but they, you know, they had to make huge moves because you know, obviously they got left behind. You know, obviously Tom Brady, champion again. He's the goat. He's the greatest of all time. I hate his guts, but he won, man. He won. Um, so, and, and the Patriots had, they didn't have an answer for, you know, the Dolphins got better, the, the Bills got better and, and the Patriots obviously had to, had to go, um, uh, you know, had to go down for, for those two, those two teams to get better and, uh, improve and, uh, you know, make that, make that playoff run. So, um, huge signings. I mean, uh, they picked up Aguilar, Aguilar, he's a, you know, a veteran. I don't, I don't think, you know, I think he's a little bit past his prime, but I mean, he's a, he's a, a good veteran. They got Bourne, who's uh, coming from San Francisco. I kind of like, I kind of like that signing. Three years, uh, twenty-two million. Um, so they they had to make moves because their off their offense sucked. Yeah, I mean, it, it just sucked. Um, you know, I, I still I want to see what they're gonna do with the running back because they always do like you know running back by committee. They always go like three. Uh, uh, who they have? Uh, who's the guy from Broward? He's a South Florida guy. White. Right? Oh yeah, <clears throat> Devin White. De- no, no, no. Um, no. No, Devin White. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I know. whatever. He's, he's a South Florida guy. I think he's from Broward. 
Um, uh, but they have uh, White. Uh, who's the other guy? They have the White. What's the White running back? Man, let me pull up. Let me pull this up because I'm. I'm yeah, I got it. I got it. But they always do. They always go. Um, you know, running back by committee. So you know, whoever's having a good day that day, you know, uh, uh, is usually uh, the guy who gets most of the yards. Like so, it, 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 Bill Belichick does that. Like it, it, he he'll never put in. You know, you have that one consistent guy. It's just whoever's going today. You having a good day. The ball's going to you. Uh, let me see running backs. Damian uh, Harris, Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle. Oh, they must have got rid of everybody. Yeah, they got yeah they got rid of the running backs. Now. Yeah, they got rid of all of them and they're brand new guys. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I want to see how how that turns out, but I mean they still have uh pretty good uh guys. They'll kill Harry. Uh, it's kind of a young guy. I think he's going in his third year. Is a pretty good guy. Still got Edelman, um, Aguilar, and Bourne. So um, we'll, we'll see what they can. They can, but they had to make moves. They had to make moves because, uh, you know, that division got better and they were not better. Um, so. Oh yeah, they they went man. It's honestly impressive. It's it's crazy. So you re-signed Cam. Um, has a base value of five million, but then has a ton of incentives to get him up to thirteen point six. Um, like you said, Nelson Aguilar, which we'll see what he can do. Um, I don't. Was it this year that he had a down year? He he's been kind of up and he's been kind of up and down. I think he had a down. Um, you're bringing in both tight ends, which is absurd. I have probably I don't recall the last time I've seen that, which is it's kind of crazy. I think getting Vegas first off blew up their entire offensive line. I believe they got rid of four offense starting offensive linemen, so they're gonna have to solidify the trench trenches, especially after getting rid of Tooney. Um, Tooney go went to. Where did he go? Oh, the Chiefs, which I don't know how the hell they fucking pulled off. I don't know how the Chiefs were able to, to get some to get him. Um, I heard they restructured uh, Patrick Mahomes. They also restructured Travis Kelsey. So the one thing with Patrick Mahomes, he's still getting that five, the $500 million. Yeah. I think what it is is just one of those where it's like, look, at some point in your career, by the end of it, you're going to get $500 million. <laughs> I think that's the way they're structured. He's like, anytime we're in the moment, we need to do something to do it. But just trust me, by the end of it, you're going to get it. It's just, you know, it's not going to be a standard just like payment. But getting back Kyle Van Noy, um, RIP, to the former Dolphins lost leg- legend. Dolphins <laughs> lost him. The Dolphins um, Hall of Famer. They look good, man. I tell you what. Um, you know, people trash Bill Belichick and I, I, I kind of had to, I was like, I was a big Tom Brady guy, but I will say any other coach, that team would have been four and 12, but he made that team seven and nine. Like out that team sucked and that team still managed to be seven, and nine. And now you're getting back some of your players from the, um, people who opted out from COVID, um, because they got hit hard with that from a lot of players opted out. I think Hightower and a couple other guys, um, opted out. So you're bringing all those guys back, and then you're bringing all these dudes. I tell you, like, I don't blame Cam Newton for taking that deal. The bit that's the big question mark, though. Will Cam Newton come back? Yeah, and will he play well? The, the biggest hole I see on their team that they're gonna need, I want to see if they, they draft, is a quarterback. Because Cam Newton, um, I, while I like Cam Newton, like he's not getting better. Like I will getting- say, last year he truly had nobody. He really had. Yeah. Nobody, and I think Bill knew that. He's like, "Look, let and Cam Cam knew it. Like, obviously he knew it, but like, Bill knew that team sucked last year. He knew they did. They were awful. They came out swinging pretty hot in the beginning of the season, but we all they knew that that team sucked and they needed a complete revamp. And I think Cam knew. And this is this is a make or break year. I don't think last year yeah. was so much of it because he really didn't have anybody. And then then again, it's like who are the Patriots going to get? Like Andy Dalton and trade yeah. for Garoppolo? I think say keep your pick. No, know. they're not going to Gar- trade for Garoppolo. You can't no. trade Garoppolo away and then try to get him. <laughs> are you crazy? Yeah, I mean, you think he wants to? You think he wants to go back to fucking? I mean, it ain't up to him. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe they draft Mac Jones from Alabama at fifteen. As like a and leave Cam as like a bridge guy, but I mean we'll see. I mean Cam, he has been injury plagued. Um, 
also to that last season, I mean, Cam was out for like what three weeks with the COVID uh, protocols and stuff like that. So, and they still went like that. It was impressive they went seven and nine. So, props to Bill Belichick for that. But now that they're bringing in some serious weapons, you're getting two crazy tight ends. So, you're going to have the whole Aaron Hernandez Gronk situation again. Um, Edelman hopefully can come back healthy. Um, Nelson Aguilar would see if he can bounce back and have a good season. Um, Kendrick Bourne, I don't know much about this guy. Um, I liked him. I, I liked him. I think he was uh, he was he was okay. He was okay in San Francisco. Yeah, I don't know much about him, so we'll see. I, the I defensive mind. line, the Dolphins, I would have might have him. Yeah, the defensive line fucking stepped up, man. They're going to be going after the pass passer, man. Cal Van Noy and Matt Judon, like it's going to be wild. It's it's, it's going to be good. Um. So yeah, I mean, I'm pumped to see what the Patriots do. I'm kind of scared because I don't want another just <laughs> Patriots be good again. But they're another team, and I think they they can really be a playoff team. And I tell you what, the AFC East is getting competitive, man. Because I think you That's can right. arguably say the Dolphins got better. The Bills have been about the same. They might get better better with um experience, and then the Patriots are coming back, and then. The Jets are probably going to get Zach Wilson, so yeah. and all, all it <laughs> it's going to be was, competitive, uh, Tom Brady man. Leaving. Tom Brady had to leave, and then everybody got better. <laughs> How would you everybody feel with better. another, or what would it be, a um, ten and seven or eleven and uh, six season, and still not make the playoffs? Well, I, listen, and you still don't, better. still don't make and the every, playoffs. I'd be tight, bro. I mean, that, that, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ten games gonna make the playoffs. Um, but it's understandable because I mean, AFC's tough, dude. Yeah. I've, I don't remember the last time I've seen AFC or NFC be so ridiculously competitive. I mean, the a- when was the last time you saw a 10 and 6 team not make the playoffs? Uh, like, we have AFC. Three, they had three, uh, uh, was it the Cleveland, the Ravens, and uh, the Steelers? Yeah. And, three I mean, we'll see. One division dude. <laughs> and then I think more play, more teams are going to be adding to that that role. I mean... We'll see with Indianapolis, and we'll see with uh, Tennessee. I think those are going to be your two teams that are like, uh, let's see. But I think they're still going to be good, and they're going to be pushing for one of those is going to get in due to the division. Um, but we'll see with that. And then, but think the Chargers are probably on the come up. You're getting a new, you're getting a a new coach. Um, they were seven and nine, but they blew how many leads? Like the Chargers could have easily been eleven or ten win team. Like, think about it. They blew the Kansas City game. They blew the Broncos game. There was, like, four games where they lost. They just completely blew, blew their lead. It could have been, like, I think the Chargers easily could have been a 10-win team. So that's another team to look out for. Then you have, um, I, I genuinely believe the Jags can push for a spot next year. As long as, you know, I, I, I genuinely believe that. Um, the Browns are going to be coming back up. I don't think Cincinnati's there yet. Um, I'm trying to think who else is in that division or in the conference. I'm looking at something online. I don't know if this is true or not, but because I don't see, uh, I don't see the Jags. I think that maybe the Jags are the late game. Wait a minute. Cause what are you talking they're, about? They're gonna play. They're gonna play the Jags in Jacksonville, right? Oh, the Dolphins. Yeah, there's no schedule out yet. Okay, sorry. So what I'm looking at is not, not. Yeah, I don't. I'm pretty sure the schedule because you know when you know when the schedule comes out because they start doing all those uh, things like predicting the Promo- win loss and then you start seeing like the, the power the, rankings, the betting and everything. So yeah, man, the AFC is just getting it's getting tough. It's getting real tough. So we'll see with that. So I'm really I'm really interested. So that's enough for the Patriots. I'm tired of hearing from them. So let's go with this Dalton to the Bears. How do you feel? Do you think the Bears can come back to the playoffs now that they got MVP Mitch out of there? Like, <laughs> Mitch out of there. Um, um, the defense has stayed funny. intact other than the Roy Roberts-Harris that we picked up. But, um, yeah, what do you think of that? Um, I thought it was kind of funny because, uh, obviously, there is a lot of uh, rumors about um, uh, that Russell Wilson. Seattle might, yeah, they might trade Russell Wilson. Um, but I think it came out definitely, obviously, uh, a couple of days ago that they have no interest in trading uh, Russell Wilson. So Russell Wilson will stay on the team for now because um, I think he's getting near the end of his contract. So it's like, you might trade him to another team and get some 
stuff for him. Yeah, Seattle's um, not. Good. But so it was kind of the you know that was kind of like the running meme. I saw a meme. <laughs> it was a uh, it was like a wheel of fortune, and it had like a couple of letters, and it said like, "Oh, I would like to solve." And it said Russ Wilson, and then it had a man. I gotta show you this fucking meme. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I mean it's fine. Like Andy Dalton is like whatever. I think. You know, shout out to the Red Rocket because I really think with what he had to deal with last year, I think he did decent. I think he's definitely better than Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky. And if they were able to make it the playoffs with those guys, I mean, think about it. They're pretty much staying intact other than Roy Robert Harris that they're losing on the defense. Like, they're they're going to be good. Um, Their running back kind of showed up towards the end of the year. Getting Allen Robinson back on a franchise tag. Um, If you can add some weapons in the draft – I think Bears can be in that running. The NFC is not as comp- competitive as the AFC. Um, on the lower end portion, like the wild card portion, obviously the top end portion is going to be tough because you got the Bucks, the Rams, the Packers, and uh, I mean we'll see what New Orleans does. Uh, that's that's kind of a question mark there with Jameis Winston being re-signed, and as well as uh, Taysom Hill getting a ridiculous contract that means absolutely nothing. He got like four years, 140 million, all four years voidable. <laughs> I was like, yeah. it's like, that's crazy. It's like, it's such a, I've never even heard of these voidable contract. Like Tom Brady yeah. had an extension, four year extension with a voidable. Con- like, it, yeah, I've never heard of that. Like, yeah. One of my first complaints that I was like, what the, what's the point of, uh, of that salary cap? If they can just make these voidable, Voidable years, like you can just make invisible money, like you can just make. Yeah, because you don't have to worry about people being signed. I mean, the the thing though is like how many players will sign on to that. So that's like the one thing. Yeah. It's like how many players? Because a lot of players they want long term deals. They want to be set up. Like not everybody wants to be like bouncing back and forth. So that's the, I think the one thing that will keep it away from it. But yeah, man, I think the Bears can. I think they'll be in the same position. I don't think they're going to. They might get a little better. I th- they're going to get a little bit more consistency. Because Andy Dalton will bring you consistency, but I don't think they're going to be like put. I think they'll make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to be pushing for like Super Bowl. They they really need a they really need an upper echelon quarterback to. Yeah. Dude, you got Matt Stafford, you got Tom Brady still in there, Aaron Rodgers. Like I say, Aaron Rodgers is still king of that division. So. Like you, you yeah. gotta you gotta step it up, and I mean, it looks like Minnesota Minnesota made some moves, so their Kirk Cousins might bring him back, like. I don't know. It looks definitely like just like a filler year, just to see what happens. <clears throat> but yeah, then. But moving on to the Bucks, the Bucks kept everybody. I don't know how the fuck they did it, but they kept yeah. everybody. They franchise tag Godwin. They re-signed um, Shaq Barrett. They re-signed Levante David. They who else did they bring in? I don't remember. But they they kept everybody. The only one that we'll see if they come back is Leonard Fournette. Under Fournette's the only one where it's a little bit of a question mark. But yeah, man, they're able to keep it together. Will they run it back? Yes, I, I think so. I think they'll be able to run it back because, I mean, the they still got a squad, man. They got, Dane, listen, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin. Well, Antonio Brown's a free agent right now. Oh, I mean, he'll probably sign. What, what team, he might, what team yeah. is he going to sign? Gronk, oh, Gronk came back. Gronk came yeah. back. So... You're keeping all those guys, man. You're keeping all those guys. Like it, you got Ronald Jones still. Like I said, I think uh, Fournette's gone, um, but you can get another Fournette. And Ronald Jones has shown that he can be a yeah. good running back. You Hopefully need he gets I, healthy, you know. And I think I think instead of having another Fournette, get a pass catching type, pass catching uh running back. Get a get a fast guy, and you can get that in the draft. I think you can replace that with the draft. And get a solid, serviceable guy. Yeah, I, I think they'll, they'll still contend. Like they still got a good team. They kept um, everybody, they man. Got, they still got Tom Brady. They're they're gonna, you know, what I mean, they're gonna be the top dogs. I mean, as long as he's ingesting TB twelve, that man still got it. <laughs> as long as his TB twelve supplements are are kicking in overdrive, that man still got it. But it's impre- I think it's kind of upsetting to see. Like it seems like the Packers. I mean, other than Aaron Jones, like they didn't get better like they didn't add anybody i mean we'll see in the draft because the receiver position is deep this year i mean it's been deep like the past three years because just the way the league's going and college just being such a passy heavy pass heavy uh 
system. But uh, hopefully they don't draft fucking Kyle Trask or some shit. <laughs> like, yeah. get another QB. So that was the one thing I was a little upset to see. Is like I would have liked to see Green Bay like add to that. Really, uh, put in some weapons like get a Galladay or get a a Will Fuller, get a Juju Smith. Juju Smith resigned. That was uh, last Juju night. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. shocking. I really did not expect that. I really People and he were, tur- I he turned down offers. Yeah, he yeah. turned he down better him. offers. Yeah, I think the, like, the one I heard was the Ravens that that uh, he turned down the Ravens and the Chiefs, and he turned down the Chiefs too. Which that would have been crazy. crazy. He turned down the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, he the turned down, Ben Roethlisberger. He, he turned <laughs> he turned Jesus. down the Chiefs, bro, for more money. He had a nine year Chiefs option. Oh, all all three. Sense. All three were um, one year, nine million. <clears throat> no, I mean, look, Pittsburgh was one year, eight million. It was a team friendly deal. Baltimore was offering him eight million plus incentives, I believe. Yeah. And then the Chiefs were offering him one year, nine million. So my guess is maybe he just didn't want to. I'm really surprised at the Chiefs. Like, how do you not take, how do you not go there? Like, I, yeah. because let's be real, Juju Smith is a number two receiver. He he is not a number one guy. Like he's his best fine. his best season. Hunt. Yeah, I mean, I'm, his, I'm sorry, you're not Hunt, but you have um, what's this guy? Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Uh, Chuck Kelsey. Guys, Mercole Hardman. Sammy uh, Watkins. You got, like yeah. you got speedy guys on that team, and to have Juju Smith is just another weapon. You know what I mean, it's yeah. just another. Yeah, I'm. I, but like, I, I mean, you saw it this past year and the year before last. Like when Antonio Brown left. He wasn't the same guy. I mean, that in second season, I mean, he had, I believe, 114 catches with 1,400 yards. But then he after that, hot, he just. But yeah, then after that, he just like kind of fell. Season, but then after it, it kind of fell. fell yeah, this past season, he kind of bounced back. I mean, he had nine or 800 yards. He almost got. He was close to a thousand, but. Yeah, I mean, he's a number two guy. He just is. He's not a guy that, you know, you can trust to just put on number one and do this. So that's why I thought, like, man, like, um, Kansas City would have been perfect. Like, that, that's the type of situation he would thrive in is where he yeah. has somebody else, like an Antonio Brown, to take the load off of him. And Baltimore, he, he would have been the number one guy. And I kind of see maybe picking the stand with your Steelers and ride him out with that versus going to Baltimore. <clears throat> the Baltimore Ravens have nobody. I mean, they had to bring back fucking Des Bryant from the dead to come, come in and fucking play. Let me see. How many years did he resign for? One. So there, all three were one year. So also my guess too with Juju is that he, um, he's just like, you know what? I'm going to stay here in Pittsburgh, do a one-year deal, and he's going to try free agency Man. next year. I think he's going to try it next year when the cap goes up, once people start getting attendance yeah. again. Um, NFL just signed a new TV deal. So with well, ESPN, hopefully he doesn't get hurt. He, he, hopefully. Hurt. he cannot. I mean, it's hurt. a risk. It's a, it's a risk. So if he can come back next year, I, I, I understand his thought process with it. Same thing with Will Fuller. I understand the one-year deal. I understand both sides of the Dolphins and Will Fuller. It's like, Will Fuller, like, can you trust him to stay healthy? He's got a suspension. You know, let's see what he does. And then no, if he does man, well, he sign, 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 up, sign, up, sign him to a big contract. This is like a prove-it year. Will Fuller. Same thing with Juju. It's like, you know, we'll see what he does. Um, see if he plays. Man. If he can bounce back, he can come back. The salary cap's going to shoot up. You're going to – you can probably – go meet other teams out there. They're probably going to give you a big deal because people are going to have their fans back. They're going to – they just signed the new TV deal, so salary cap's going up. Yeah. So it, it, to That'd me, it, I don't. That's why you saw a ton of one-year deals too. I really think a lot of that was like, look, one year, let's test the market next year, let's see what happens yeah. because of well, our man to go back to fucking Ben Roethlisberger. It was already <laughs> kind of wishy-washy. Like I said, I thought three years restructured, ago, restructured, bro. He restructured. He's I thought been... he, I thought he was gonna retire like three years ago when he, <laughs> right, I think it was right before he hurt his elbow. Um, before he had like his elbow surgery or whatever, and I was like, "Man, this guy's done for." And then he came back. You know what I mean? And I can't believe he turned down the Chiefs. I really that that I can see turning down Patrick Baltimore. Mahomes, I can Patrick see Baltimore Mahomes. because like, do you trust Lamar Jackson? You really don't have any weapons. You're gonna be a number one guy. Um, I mean, yeah, they got Mark Andrews and what's the other guy? Marquise Brown. Uh, is that him? Or I'm thinking of somebody else. I don't remember. 
they got a they got a number they got a good number two over there in Baltimore, but not a true number one. Um, they had to bring back, like I said, Des Bryant from the dead <clears throat> to play. So that would have been nice, but I, I see why he turned that down. It's like, well, if you had it between Baltimore and Pittsburgh, you stay in Pittsburgh, I think, just somewhere where you're comfortable and you you know the system and everything. And you've thrived in that system. So, you know, yeah. stay there. Um, but man, to turn on the Chiefs. I'm surprised the Chiefs are even able to offer him. Like that's your chance at a ring. I don't think Steelers are going to be pushing for a ring, man. They don't. They need a running back. <laughs> they need help, man. They, they need, need weapons. Help. The defense is unreal. Coming back, I want to see what they draft because yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't they think lost. Time for ben yeah, I mean, unless you, yeah, maybe they get a late round quarterback. Bring in somebody like I don't think they'll do the first round, but maybe like bring in like second round, bring in like a, a Kyle Trask from Florida. Same guy, big body guy can throw it. Like he, he. I mean, he was a he was a Heisman runner. I don't know if you watched any Kyle Trask. Um, out of Florida, I mean, that could be something. But yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh, they got to be looking at the future. Why not draft somebody now? Ben Roethlisberger, ah. That's a strong. That's a strong. Like I said, that's a strong division. Like there's three teams from that division in the playoffs with young guys. Young guys. Of Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, Joey Burrow's turning up. Like, you yeah. you need to start planning for the future, bro. You need to start planning yeah. for the future. Well, but we um, see. then forty days, Trent, right? forty days, forty days, 40 till days draft day. Uh, I actually have it up right here. Let's. Uh, There's a ticker. There's a ticker at the top of the the website. I went to. I think. Yeah, I'm on Tankathon. So, forty days. Yeah. All right. So now we have. Trent Williams gets the biggest contract ever by offensive lineman, which he deserves. He deserves. I think never uh, got a huge payday. Never got a yeah. huge payday. He's as as retired. Uh, like I said, he's one of the top. You know, I would have loved to have him with the Dolphins. Um, but oh man, I wish the Jags got after him instead of franchising yeah. fucking Cam Robinson. That's what. And we were in the running. Like a lot of people thought, like, all right, there's a good chance he might go to Jacksonville. But yeah, I mean, he balled out in uh, Washington for all those years. I believe he took like kind of like a team friendly deal and then he eventually uh, got traded to San Francisco, but you know, shout out to him. He played the long game. He's, he's 31. So he is on the older side, but he still got some years left, but I believe I think it was six years, 140 million or something like that. He got a lot of money and the biggest contract ever by offensive lineman and well-deserved because no one has been more dominant than he has at the left tackle position. Like he has been unreal. He's been consistent, wildly consistent. And you know what? Get your biggest contract. And I think 49ers are a Super Bowl contender. That's another team in the NFC I forgot to mention. I think 49ers are are legit. I think wow. I mean, dude, I mean, the only reason why they weren't last year was because was just hurt. They were injuries. Hurt, COVID. Your so big much. question, your big question mark is quarterback. I mean, yeah. that's that's your big thing. Like, imagine if they got Deshaun Watson. Like I said, you got Debo Samuel, you got George Kittle. Your defense is still stacked. You're getting a uh, Nick Bosa back. Yeah, uh, you're getting all your your D linemen signed up. Like, you're you're gonna be good. You're gonna be good. And I, I think 49ers are could could be contender as long as Jimmy Garoppolo can at least play half decent because it looks like they're stuck with them this year unless they draft somebody. I don't see happening with the position that they're at now in the draft. Um, unless they really reach for somebody or they move up. I think they're stuck with Garoppolo for right now. Uh or they trade. I don't I don't know. But looks like I, I think they can they can make a move. And you know, shout out to Trent Williams. I, I think that was what was it. Yeah, good. I mean, good for him. I, I don't know if that makes the you know, obviously that makes the 49ers good. I don't know if that makes them contenders, just for that that one acquisition, I mean, I think they're a playoff the team. The Rams and the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are going to get better, and I think the Rams are going to, you know, the Rams are stacked. 49ers are the same team that they were that Super Bowl team. So yeah, they, they didn't get better, but they're 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 the same exact team, the same team. And I think if they can just get half decent quarterback play, and the defense can still play like they did, like they're still a dangerous team. Because I think Seattle's going to fall off. I mean, they yeah, really I think didn't. Seattle's going to fall. They lost their, their defense already sucked and they already lost Shaquille Griffin to the Jags. And it's like they've done nothing. They've done nothing on the O line. I don't I can see why Russell Wilson's I mean, 
granted, when you have Russell Wilson, DJ Metcalf, and uh, Tyler Lockett, anything's possible. But you have no running back. You have you have no defense. Your O line sucks. Like I don't think they're gonna be that great. They might squeeze into the playoffs just by Russell Wilson and working with Metcalf and Lockett, but they're just not a good team. It's not crazy to think because they won they won twelve games. They won twelve four last year. So I mean I think They had to score a shit ton of points. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at their net points. They had a net points of eighty eight, so plus eighty eight. Like, dude, they're not better. They're not better than the Rams. The Rams are coming in as a favorite. Like, Rams kept everybody, um, except for like you know small guys that they didn't really care so much about. They lost Josh Johnson and um, Everett in free agency. Um, John Johnson he went to the Cleveland, and then they lost Everett, which I forgot where he went. I think he went to New York Giants. But the Rams, um, the Rams are le- the Rams are legit. I mean, they're, they're the only team I think I'm looking in. The and NFC. now you got dude. Now you got Under- Matt Stafford. Under three hundred points, uh, you, they allowed. You made it to a divisional round, and now you number one defense, and now you actually have a half decent quarterback. Yeah, you have a great quarterback. Matt Stafford is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the league. Like he is so freaking good, and he just always had a shit team. Man, the Rams are going to be Rams really fun to watch. Man, they're going to take that. It's going to be the Rams here this year. I think it's the Rams might take the division. I think. Cardinals and the 49ers can push, though. I think Cardinals make the playoffs. I think they make the playoffs. It was a fluke they didn't make it this year because they choked. I mean, they choked to fucking the Rams' backup quarterback. That's all they needed to do was beat them, and they lost. Um, but I, like, I really think 49ers can come back, man. As long as Garoppolo can play at least as good as he did, which isn't even saying much, but at least as good as he did on that Super Bowl run, they can, they can do something. They can do something. So this leads to the final topic, Gabe. What did you think was the most interesting signing that you're intrigued to see how it pans out the most outside of your Dolphins? Outside of my Dolphins? Uh, the ones I was looking forward to, I would say the Trent Williams. Him signing. I want to see where he was going to go, but obviously he was on his team and well-deserved. Um, the most surprised I am I mean, I'm probably surprised at that Juju Smith, the Juju yeah. signing too. I was like, last that, night. Crazy. I was set on one. I was set on one, and I, I think I'm gonna stick with it because you just said Juju. But like when I saw that Juju Smith one, I'm like, what? Like, wow. I mean, he shit talked the Steelers. He said he wants to go to big yeah. market, and he came back, and then he turned down better offers. He turned down the Chiefs. Like, that that's that's that, the I, that, that's shocking. Like I said, because you have Patrick Mahomes, man. You go with Patrick Mahomes, man. That that guy's gonna extend your career. He's yeah. gonna make you look good. He'll make anybody look good. Yeah, that that's shocking. For me, yeah. not shocking, um, but in, very interesting, and I'm really curious how it's gonna turn out. It's Fitzpatrick at Washington. I'm because remember they they re-signed Heineke to a, a pretty good deal for a guy who played one game in the playoffs and actually played really well against the Bucks with no help, and was getting fucking charged. I think he played his fucking ass off. And then you're having Fitzpatrick come in. So that's a really interesting situation. I'm I'm really curious to see how that pans out because a part of me doesn't feel like they're drafting a quarterback due to the position because they won the division. So they're like, they even though it's sad because they were 7-9 and nine and they are picking at 19. But, um... That that's oh, a that's a that's a situation. Yeah, you're not any any market to get a quarterback. So that's a situation where I'm really curious to see like who starts. If it's, is Fitzpatrick actually going to get like a chance? Is Heineke going to be a backup? A part of me feels like you know what you're getting with Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick's going to be a reliable backup in case Heineke sucks. But I think their goal going into this, by how well he played in the playoffs against the Bucks, is that Heineke's going to play. So I'm curious to see how well he does. Um, and then you I'm, have I'm you have Fitzpatrick as your reassurance. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm looking at the roster. They have Fitzpatrick here, number one. I mean, we'll see what happens come season time. Yeah, I think Heineke. I think they're gonna. I mean, I, I think we'll see training camp. If Heineke doesn't do shit in training yeah. camp, um, then probably. But if if I think they're gonna give him a shot, they're gonna let him because I think he he proved himself last year. You're not really in any position to like grab anybody, so give him a shot. Because honestly, Washington. 
they could their record is <clears throat> like don't believe the record seven and nine, they're a better team than seven and nine that defense is up and coming and it's going to be unreal with Ch- chase young is a fucking monster dude that he's guy's a be, that guy's a freak face- dude and then, like, like I said, they had Alex Smith, which isn't nothing crazy, but he's a he's a reliable check down quarterback. And they went five and one with him in the starting lineup, five and one. So I see they they picked up. Uh, you know, McLaurin had a, a good year. Uh, he had a pretty productive year. Um, so he's going to be you know the top guy there. But they picked up Curtis Samuel. Uh, I think he was. Yeah, cool. that's a, you got another Curtis weapon. Samuel. Maybe you get another guy. Cam Sims is uh, another guy they got. So, um, <clears throat> I mean, that that that'll be interesting. I mean, we'll see. Like, I'm not a, again. I'm not a huge Washington fan, so um, I, I'll, I'll you know uh, we'll see come 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 the season. Yeah, I'm just intrigued in it. So, I'm I'm just yeah. interested. I'm interested to see how Heineke plays if he's gonna come out, and then if not, you're gonna have Fitzpatrick coming in there doing what he does. Um, I'm not gonna I think they're, they're definitely the favorites in the uh, NFC East. So you I'm really see? You, I don't. I, like I said, I hate that division. <laughs> well, the no. Eagles are gonna suck. The yeah. Giants. I don't. I mean, Giants picked up Galladay. We'll see with Daniel Jones. Daniel, Daniel Jones. He's like not horrible, but he's like middle of the road kind of guy i mean we'll he was see kind of bad but now he's kind of good at his, it's weird he's very in the middle he's average guy. he's like an up yeah. and down kind of ab- but his bad is not like super bad but his great is not super great so well i mean we'll see once he actually gets some weapons like you said you got galladay and yeah you, you know we'll see what happens um and then if the new york defense they they got they lost tomlinson but they got they re- retained uh leonard williams and they re-signed him so they tagged him which i talked about the last episode but now they extended him like a four-year deal which is very upsetting because i would love to see him come next year in a free agency and go after him but they extended him so i mean the only thing you, you might have to compete against is cowboys because you're getting um back back Cowboys fucking suck. That team sucks, dude. The receivers aren't bad. You got Mari Cooper, got um uh CD Lamb who he played pretty well. But the defense is god fucking awful. Defense is awful. You got Zeke. We'll see what Zeke can do. See if he can bounce back this year. I don't know. I was say, I don't want to talk about too much. You know, like I said, the, the hype I'm hearing is just full, you know, Washington is better than they're expected to be. So you know, we'll see. Um, but that division, I, I'm not. It's trash. It's boo boo division. Gonna be, that's not gonna be on my uh, to watch list come schedule time or whatever. Uh, I'm not gonna be. I just, I just want to see that quarterback competition. That, that's, that's my one. And, uh, I, and I will, you know, I'll throw in another one. Just like it's not my top, but like I'll throw in another one that I think is Carson Wentz. I really want to see what Carson Wentz does in New England. I mean, not New England. Imagine, uh, no, in Indianapolis. That's going to be a intriguing thing, especially being an interdivision rival. Yeah, we'll see, man. We will see. Is that is that a good way to end it? Yeah, that's a good way. That's a, that was our final uh, topic, man. All so. right, so Real Fans Podcast. Appreciate y'all downloading, listening, subscribing. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, MySpace. Twitter. Uh, all the things. Twitter. Napster. Flick Real Chat. Real Fans Podcast. Only Appreciate fans. Y'all coming in checking us out hanging out with us we'll talk about a little sports maybe next time we come back we'll talk more a little heat we'll talk some nhl because that's heating up panthers we'll number one right now <laughs> yeah. as we we'll speak come back with uh updates on uh march madness so thank you all mm. for coming peace peace